Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This is Nightline, the line that's open at the right place at the right moment, and this is Don Amici pinch-hitting for Walter O'Keefe. Here's our first Nightline call tonight. Groucho Marx and You Bet Your Life. George, you tell us, what's tonight's secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word is picture. P-I-C-T-U-R-E. Really? You bet your life. The National Broadcasting Company presents Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz show transcribed from Hollywood. Groucho meets our first contestants in just one minute. Hi there, this is Steve Allen, and I want to talk to you for a minute about retirement. Do you look forward to it? Well, that's great if you've had a busy life and the retirement is your own choice. But how would you like to be forced into retirement years before you began really living? Retired at 10 or 20, at 30. Retired by paralytic polio. That would be grim. Well, it is grim and tragic for thousands of victims of infantile paralysis. The victims of the years when polio's shadow fell yearly on the country and today's Salk vaccine was only a scientist's dream. But there is hope if you help through the 1958 March of Dimes and make rehabilitation possible wherever rehabilitation is possible. Help bring back from a retirement they never wanted hundreds and hundreds of polio victims. Please join the 1958 March of Dimes today. And here he is, the one, the only... Well, here I am again with the chance for each of our couples to win up to $10,000. And if any of them say the secret word, they'll win an extra $100. George, who's first? Groucho, uh, Louise Squire and Ted Anderson are waiting to talk to you, so folks, you please come in and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to your bet your wife. Say the secret word and divide an extra hundred dollars. It's a common word, something you find around the house. <laughs> Louise Squire and Ted Anderson. Where are you from, Louise? Memphis. Memphis? Memphis. Can you sing the Memphis blues? No. <laughs> well, in the interest of good reporting, I'd like to ask your age. You can answer any way you like. Well, uh, my driver's license says 37. 37. Yes. Well, could I see your driver's license? Well, yes. Uh, uh, well, maybe. That's a real yeah. woman. He wants her, him to hold the bag already. Yes. And they just met. Well, you must get pinched a lot. You have this pretty handy here, don't you? <laughs> oh, that's right, all right. It says age 37. And this license is official. It's signed by Calvin Coolidge. It, uh... <laughs> that's the wrong one. Oh. Where are you from, Mr. Squire, Mr. Anderson? I'm an associate professor at UCLA. UCLA? Is that one of those diploma mills that are under investigation? <laughs> Dad, you say you're a college professor. Now, uh, what do you teach? Uh, business forecasting, corporation finance, and a course for small businessmen. 
Well, how tall are these businessmen? <laughs> what is business forecasting? Well, is that we any more accurate than the weather forecaster? Uh, yes, it's more accurate than the weather. We try to predict whether business is going to go up in the future or go down and by how much. Oh, I see. Well, with the dollar going down probably for the third time, what do you recommend that people do with their money, assuming that they still have any? Uh, for myself, I'd buy probably common stocks and real estate. Mm -hmm. This is a personal matter, but... It certainly uh, is with me. <laughs> uh, me personally, I have no complaint about common stocks. I made a killing in the market a few years back. That's true. I shot my broker. <laughs> I didn't get him any too soon either because he was just about to commit suicide. Now, where would you buy real estate? Certainly not in L.A. Prices here already are completely out of hand. Well, I followed uh, 386 cities, and I like this area very much, and I'm very optimistic about land values between here and San Diego. Mm -hmm. Do you own much property? Oh, yes, 4,000 acres. Where is this property? Australia. <laughs> I thought you said between here and San Diego. You must have really got lost on the freeway. Well, you're, you're an unusual couple, and I'd like to continue this, but frankly, I'm too scared, so let's play you bet your life. Now, uh, from our list of 265 categories, you selected sports. I'm going to ask you some questions. If you miss two in a row, you're out. If you get four in a row right, you win $1,000. <clears> now, remember, we want one answer between you, so don't answer before you talk to your partner. Now, uh, Ed Brown, Eddie LeBaron, and George Shaw all play the same position. What is it? Quarterback. Quarterback is right. You don't have one right. <clears throat> Who was the first woman to swim the English Channel both ways? Miss Chadwick. Florence, Florence Chadwick. Chadwick is right. You have two right, two more right, and you'll have $1,000. Now, what woman <clears throat> was named six times as Woman Athlete of the Year? Uh, I believe it was Babe Dietrichson. Yes, it was, the late Babe Dietrichson. You're probably, almost there. Probably the greatest athlete of our time. Now, what <clears throat> team was baseball's first all-professional team? It is still one of the major league teams. <clears throat> Cincinnati. Cincinnati Red... Hey, buddy, is that what you do up in that college? <laughs> sit there and read the sports book, huh? You got four in a row right, you have $1,000. Why do you want to tell <laughs> Yeah. You're too smart for us. As a rule, they don't win it that swiftly, huh? Well, you a $1,000. You can keep it and quit, or else you can come back later and try to double your money. You may even get a chance at 10000 So go over there and sit down and think about it. And if we don't see you later... Thanks for being on the show. And thank you. In just a moment, our second couple will join Groucho to play You Bet Your Life. When the ice is smooth and the sky is blue and the skaters waltz is played for two. You make it Paps, cause Paps makes it perfect. Yes, Paps makes it perfect. Just as we always have ever since 1844. So next time, you make it Pabst, because Pabst makes it perfect. America's blue ribbon beer from the Pabst Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, Pabst makes it perfect. Groucho, I have Elsie Jarra and Bob Brown waiting to talk to you, so folks, you come in, please, and meet... Groucho Marx. Welcome to your bet your life. Say the secret word and divide an extra $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house. 
Elfie, Jarrah, and Bob Brown. Elfie, are you named after Elf Landon or uh, after a little elf? <laughs> you mean this little thing in the fourth dancing? No. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, 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 all, yeah. And where are you from, Elf? I am from Berlin. Berlin. Uh, yes. Come and see from the western part of uh, sure, Deutschland? Sure, I come the, from West Berlin. The western Berlin, yeah. huh? How long did you, uh, how long ago did you leave Berlin? Two years ago. Uh -huh. How old were you when you came to this country? Uh-huh. <laughs> you like to try out how old I am. Yes. You uh, certainly have a suspicious mind, Elfie. Oh. Do you honestly think I go around prying into people's business and try to find out how old they oh, are? Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> Not in a million years. <laughs> how old are you, Elf? <laughs> That's my sweet secret. Well, you're charming, attractive, and youthful enough to be exciting. Mm -hmm. And old enough to be sneaky about your age. <laughs> now, your name is Bob uh, Brown, huh? Yes, Groucho. That's an odd name, Elf. How did you ever in the world get a name like Bob Brown? I had relatives. <laughs> now, who do you work for, Bob? Well, I'm a superior court bailiff. Oh, well, that's a, that's a very good job, especially if you like to sleep in the daytime. <laughs> well, what exactly are the duties of a bailiff? Well, you know what a bailiff is? No, I don't know what well, I wish you'd explain it to me because I don't know either. No. What, do you, what do you think it is? Bailiff? What can I say? I don't know. Well, couldn't you ad-lib something in German? Huh? I never heard Don't they have term. bailiffs in, in Deutschland? Maybe, but maybe it's not a bill. <laughs> a bailiff uh, is the officer of the court, and he takes care of the, the various duties in the courtroom. When the judge takes the bench... Uh, all the judge takes the bench? Yes. Takes the bench. You mean the judge is a crook, too? <laughs> well, he doesn't take it very far. Maybe he means Staatsanwalt. Staatsanwalt. It's probably... A, is it a Staatsanwalt? I wouldn't know. No? You don't know? No. no. Well, what else do you do besides being a Staatsanwalt? Is that nicht dein Staatsanwalt? Ja, das ist dein Staatsanwalt. Ja, das ist dein Staatsanwalt. Staatsanwalt, the hinten hin, große Schiff. I do shameless, I do was nothing really. Huh? I, I was just making fun, that's all. Now, tomorrow morning when you're in that courtroom and the judge asks you what you are, you tell him you're a Stotzenweid, huh? I'll try to remember that. Yes, and I throw you right in the can. Huh? You say your name is Elfie Stotzenweid? Nine. Nine. Elfie Jera. Oh, Gerard, huh? Yeah. Did you have a job in Germany, Elsie? Yes, as an actress. Oh, you were an actress? Yes. Well, I thought so. You're a very pretty woman. Thank you. Well, how would you, were you discovered on a stool in a drugstore eating sauerkraut? No. How does a girl get to be an actress in Germany? Oh, we must learn about two years, and after we must pass an examination. An examination? Yes. Right? What kind of an... <laughs> well, what kind of an examination? Do you have to be able to read and write? No, we must play about a uh, um, short uh, auditorium. No. And you must be very good, otherwise you are finished. And you never be an actress. Well, then you're a finished actress, huh? <laughs> <laughs> very finished. Were you on the stage in Germany, or did yes. you make TV commercials for lager beer? <laughs> no, it wasn't television. No. I play on the stage about 150 parts and on the movies about 20. 150 pounds? 20. You don't look that heavy, huh? Parts, parts, not parts. Parts? You had 150 parts? Parts on oh, the parts. stage. Oh, parts. Oh, yes. parts. I thought you said parts. And about 20 films. 
Oh, movies. Yeah. Well, what were some of the movies you made, Alfie? The Congress der Storstreich, die Lustigen Weiber von Wien, E-Sanatorium. And then I play on the stage, uh, Alt Heidelberg, Cyprienne, Lilofee, and I sich noch in Flügelkleider. Oh, I sich noch in Flügelkleider. I remember that one very well. <laughs> I saw that picture in English. Yes? It was called Marn Park Kettle in the Incredible Shrinking Frank Kettle. <laughs> Have you done any acting in Hollywood, Elsie? Till now, not. I love to do it. You mean you want to get in the movie? Yes, I like to do it. Well, that's unusual. Most girls that come out here want to be car hops. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, how long did you say you've been in America, Elsie? Two, two years. Two years? Huh? Yeah. What are your impressions of the United States? Oh, there? it's wonderful. You like it here? Yes, amazing was New York for me. And amazing very... was New York for you? Oh, no. Well. And as this very, I love the supermarket here because you can take anything what you like. <laughs> you take anything you want in the supermarket? Yeah. That's true, but if they catch you, you wind up eating in San Quentin. I don't think so. No, no. No. Usually, I ask a girl from another country what she thinks of American men, just, you know, just to be different. Yeah. Do German women compare favorably with American women? Oh, they are very different, yes. They're very different? Yeah, yeah. She say from the German uh, wife, she like Küche, Kinder, Kirche. That means the kitchen? Kitchen. Church. Church. And children. And children, yeah. yes. That's the three Ks. Yeah, That's well, not so different here. The American no. woman's life is composed of the three Bs. Yeah. Bingo, bills, and beauty parlor. <laughs> well, you're a lovely couple, and I enjoy mm, talking to you. And, Elsie, I hope you get a lot of jobs yeah. on, on television. Thank and, you very much. And in the movies. And I you hope should be. You're so. a very attractive oh, girl. I hope so. And I'm going to give you a chance to, just to show my appreciation to win a lot of money here tonight. Mm. I presume you took baseball since you just arrived here from Germany. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you selected movies, old and new, huh? Yes. I'm going to ask you some questions. If you miss two in a row, you're out. Will you tell Sanaman and Jaiman what you think of him, Elsie? What I think about him? In German. He's a good-looking man, a handsome In German. But he's... Ach, in German? Yeah. Oh, they sehen sehr gut aus, aber sie sind ein bisschen klein. Ich denke, sie müssten noch etwas warten. You know what she said? <laughs> no, but it sounds wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you get four in a row right, you win a thousand dollars. Yeah, and you want one answer between us, you yeah. two, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, who directed Lifeboat, 39 Steps, The Trouble with Harry, and Dial M for Murder, among many others? Talk it over. Hitchcock. That's right. Hitchcock. That's right. Hitchcock. That is correct. Sure. You haven't the first one right. Yeah. Now, what is the name right. of the... What'd you say? <laughs> Just talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, confine yourself to that. You? <laughs> All right, who played the feminine lead opposite Gordon McRae in Oklahoma and Carousel? Who played? The female lead. Liz Taylor. Gordon McRae in Oklahoma and Carousel. Oh, impressive. Who played opposite her? Him. Those. Shirley Jones. Now, Shirley, uh, you should have known that. Shirley oh. Jones? No, yeah. I don't know. Who was the feminine star of The Rainmaker? Oh, Rainmaker, this is Hecht uh, Lancaster. The feminine star. Ah, feminine. Hmm, the feminine. The uh, Dama. Uh, yeah, the Dama. I understand. Uh, the, uh, 
Lancaster? Yeah, no. No, the dame. Not the dame, the dame. Kennen Sie nicht the dame? Katharine Hepburn. Yeah, Katharine Hepburn, but the bell is already well begun to give it to you because you are so nice. <laughs> Thank you. You now yeah. have one right. We're yeah. just as crooked as you are. <laughs> now, what British actor... Why did you take this category? What British actor starred in Kind Hearts and Coroners, The Lavender Hill Mob, and The Man in the White Suit? A British and, actor. And the White Suit. Man in the White Suit, The Lavender Hill Mob, and Kind Hearts and Coroners. Which, incidentally, is one of the greatest pictures I've ever seen. Who is this? Well, it was Alec Guinness. Well, back to what? Back to what? One, uh, one wrong. One wrong. Right? I know. Oh. Now, don't get discouraged. I'm sure you're going to lose. Now... We are all Nothing to do with Oh, here are the stars. You tell me the picture. Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, and Grace Kelly. Uh, high What's society. the name of the picture? High Society. High Society is right. One right. Mm. Anthony <laughs> Quinn starred in the award-winning Best Foreign Picture in 1956. What was the picture? Foreign picture. Anthony Quinn. Anthony Quinn. Starred in the award-winning Best Foreign Picture of 1956. What was the name of the picture? Anthony Quinn. Um... Oh, I saw this thing. I don't know. It was La Strada. Sorry. Ah, Famous I picture, know great picture, I yeah. Saw it. Well, you now have one wrong again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I noticed before. Well, I got a lot of paper left here. Uh, what song? What song from Man Who Knew Too Much won an Academy Award? Uh, the man that was too fierce. The Hitchcock. But I don't know who. <laughs> This was a song from a picture called A Man Who Knew Too Much. It won an Academy Award, the song. The song? Ah, oh, the song that uh, Doris Payne is the song about the child. It's uh, Kesara Sarah. Oh, I don't know the, the title of the song, but I know him. She well, makes it, Doris Payne. You'd have to know the title, otherwise ah. we couldn't. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> she cute, eh? Mm, I can't know the title. Elfie, I'm sorry you didn't yes. know the title no. of that, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you one question so you can have yes. a chance to win $100, $50 a piece, huh? And I don't want any help because this is tough. What kind of an animal always carries a rabbit's foot? No, a rabbit is right. Okay. I'm sorry you didn't win more, but thanks anyway for being with us. You were a very fine and nice couple, huh? <laughs> We'll find out if our first couple will try for $10,000 in just a moment. Leroy, what are you doing, my boy? A little scientific research for my English class. Oh, I was always very good at English. What's pronouncing stuff? Oh, I was a whiz at pronouncing. Here, go ahead. Try me. Okay, Aunt. How do you pronounce H-O-U-S-E? H-O-U... Oh, <laughs> house. Absolutely correct. Uh -huh. <laughs> now, how do you pronounce H-O-R-S-E? H-O-R... Oh, that's easy. That's horse. Fine. Now, how do you pronounce H-O-U-R-S? H-O-U-R-S? Oh, uh, Howard's? Uh, you pronounce it ours. Oh, of course. <laughs> Here, I've got one for you. How do you pronounce NBC? Oh, I know that one. You pronounce NBC Entertainment. You're right. No trick about that one. 
You can depend on NBC to bring you the best in radio entertainment of all kinds, from bandstand in the morning... To dramas in the afternoon. And news on the hour throughout the day. And don't forget, Tuesday night is a dandy night to tune in nightlife. That's what we're on, folks. The Great Gildersleeve, my uncle. You bet. Every Tuesday night. Be sure to tune in on NBC Radio. George, we're ready to see who wants to get a crack at all the money. Will you bring out the first couple? All right, Louise Squire and Ted Anderson. Would you come back, please? Now, you won $1,000 so far. If you decide to try for the 10 and you fail, you wind up with a total of 500 What are you going to do? You think. We'll go for it. Uh, you're going to go for the big money. Now, get together and pick a number from 1 to 10 and then spin this wheel. If any number besides the one you pick comes up, the question is worth 2000 If your number comes up, the question is worth 10 now, what number do you want? You say. Five. Five? Five. Give it a time. Your number was five, and it landed on seven, so this question is worth $2,000. Leonard Hall was chairman of the Republican National Committee in the 1956 election. For $2,000, who was the very active Democratic National Committee chairman in that election? Talk it over. All right, what's the answer you two have decided upon? Uh, Mitchell. No, I'm sorry, you should know this. It's Paul Butler. Well, you missed it, but you wind up with $500. That isn't too bad. Congratulations, and thanks for being with us. And thank you. You Bet Your Life is transcribed in Hollywood. Produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jack Meekin. This is George Fenneman reminding you to tune in again next week, same time, same station, to hear the one, the only, Groucho. And see Groucho every Thursday evening on NBC television. You Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces around the world. The Housewife, The Wage Earner, Investors Big and Small. Commentary of Vital Interest on Pocketbook News. Tonight on most of these NBC stations.